0: Cliffcentral.com. All right, it is time for us to check in with our shrink, that is Dr. Hanan. We do this every Monday morning. It helps us to just get our, you know, shit together. Mm-hmm. We'll get to some sport with Ryan in a little while too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here is Dr. Hanan Bushkin. Hello, Doc.
1: Hey, guys. How are you doing? How's your weekend?
0: Fantastic. How are good.
1: you? Yeah, I'm also good. Busy, crazy, but all good.
0: Excellent, excellent. All right, so let's talk to you a little bit about something <laughs> that has been going on in the political realm for a little while now. Uh, Sunil so has a question for you, so I'm mean, going to let him uh, ask you and then we'll see how how you, you deal with this and how you might deal with it if it was a patient of yours who came yeah. to you with this problem.
2: So, it says my mic is muted. but I, I, No, no, go. Okay, so, you I know, you. in a in lot of... Um, consultations I've had with people doing my Reiki, um, individuals around the world. One of the things I've been picking up a lot is that there is a certain role which social conditioning has played um, that is causing sort of mental health issues because of the pressures of society when you become a man or a woman and the roles that you play in a relationship. Um, And sometimes it's really affecting the people because of the the pressures is like as a man you must deliver this you must deliver that and now there are women that are able to do what men can do and how are you what what are you what do you suggest what do we how do i approach this what do you mean male and female spaces yes yeah, so male, male and female spaces so for example like you know the kitchen is no longer just the space for a woman a man can cook better than a woman and some fathers are better than mothers at being mothering or the man is not always the breadwinner anymore and they, they've they gone past feeling emasculated and they're starting to feel actual mental health issues around the fact that they can't be what society has defined a man
0: to be. Oh boy. All right, Doc, you got any answers for this?
1: Um, yeah, well, I'll give you my opinion. Two things that I want to mention. Number one, um, there's like a social movement uh, where people are told just be yourself and um, I have a big issue with that because what does it mean Uh, actually the most common thing that I say in my practice is what does it mean because I believe definitions are important so when somebody says to me just be yourself what does it mean because the reality is that we are different in different scenarios so I'm you'll see a a version of myself with my wife, and you'll see a different version of myself with my children. You'll see a different version of myself speaking to patients, and different version of myself speaking to my tennis friends, and different version of myself speaking to my friends that I go out and talk rubbish with.
0: Now that doesn't so mean it doesn't mean you're schizophrenic, huh?
1: Not at all. I just am adapted, ad- adaptable to different situations. I wear different masks depending on the situation, which is very functional. Mm. As a matter of fact, people that don't have these this ability to adapt themselves to different scenarios don't cope, and don't survive. So the notion of being yourself, just be yourself, is like turning to a chameleon and say, just be green. And just by telling a chameleon to be green, you're taking the essence away from a chameleon. It doesn't survive. But doc, human can, beings can are I,
0: Can I just interrupt for a second there? Because people often tell me, oh, you know, um, because I'm, I'm also, I'm, I'm a different person when I'm with family, to when I'm on the show, to when I'm with friends. There's a lot of consistency right. there, but I am, Different, I'm, I'm putting forward a different version of myself and all the, they're like, well, which one is the real you?
2: Mm.
1: Exactly, exactly, which is nonsense. Which one is the real you? Well, I'm all of that. The truth is I'm this and I'm this and I'm this and I'm this, depending on the situation. I'm able to adapt to whoever's sitting in front of me. It's still, there's a common thread between all of these masks, let's call it, because you still see that it's me, Hanan, but they, I've expressed different types of my temperament depending on who I'm sitting with and depending on what I want to create. I have different tools in my toolbox, depending on who I'm sitting with and what I want to achieve and what my goal is. And that is very functional. So can I be uh, a manly man in one area and a girly girl in another area? Please believe me, when I was watching the Backstreet Boys and I reminisced about, you know, the 90s and the 2000s, I was a little girl. And when I'm um, with, you know, trying to do... I don't know, maybe taking the leadership in some areas and I'm a manly man. Which one am I? Mm. Well, depending on the scenario and that's okay. It's both versions of myself. So to label somebody and say, you are this is just wrong. It's mm. just not, not even accurate. And it's not functional if you were just to that. The second thing is that we are socialized in to believing that the world works in a particular way. So from the age of zero, we are born into a world blank slates. We don't know how the world works. and Parents, teachers, society, culture, laws, religion, teaches us how the world works. Now, some of these teachings are good, and some of these teachings are not so good. Now, what defines it as not so good? Well, if I ask you to drive to Joburg, or from Joburg to Cape Town, and I give you a roadmap that was drafted in 1876, (laughs) well, you're just going to get it wrong. You're just going to get lost. And it's not a question of what's wrong with you. You're just following a roadmap that is no longer valid or is outdated. We are given roadmaps by these social constructs, by these social cultures, by these social circles. Our parents give us a roadmap of how the world works. Society gives us a roadmap of how the world works. School gives us a roadmap of how the world works. And some of these roadmaps are valid because I'm able to achieve results. And some of them I have to adapt to, and I have to upgrade and update in order for me to function in the world. So the two questions that I would ask you is, one, what is your roadmap? Mm. And two, are you able to achieve point A to point B? Are you able to achieve your goals? If you are able to achieve your goals in a relationship, because we're talking about relationship, then your roadmap is accurate. Because if you're not able to achieve those goals, then you I would question the roadmap.
2: Mm. Does it help but you? It, it does help a little bit. I um, mean, there's, there's a massive struggle at the moment for people who are awakening um, to find a balance between the masculine energy and the feminine energy because you don't want to become too much of a ruffian guy in the society we're living in today. And you don't want to be too feminine as well because then you get labeled with different things. So, The roadmap thing I understand, but I think, I mean, personally, I do feel there's a lot of unlearning that needs to be happening because of what you're speaking about, which is the socialization processes, which is happening in society.
1: So I wouldn't get bogged down in terms of what mask should I be wearing. The reality is that you've got to ask yourself, what am I trying to achieve in this particular relationship? Remember, the right move is dependent on the goal. The right move is dependent on the goal. And I'll just change move to the right mask. The right mask is dependent on the goal. So, Sunil, I'll ask you this question. Mm. If I phone you up and I say, I want to ask for your advice. Mm. Should I take a car? Should I take a bus? Should I walk? Should I fly? Should I swim? What's the quickest way to get there? What would you say to me?
2: And let's talk right now. What? Let's do WhatsApp. Um, take, 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 the, take the car. <laughs>
1: why? Why is, that, why is that the quickest way to get there?
2: Well, you know, it it's, it's all depends on what options are available at the time. So
1: no, 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 no. no. It depends on where I'm going.
2: Mm.
1: It depends on where I'm going. Your first question to me would be, where are you going? Mm. Because that is that will be dependent, or the answer will be dependent on where I'm going. Because if I'm going across the corridor, taking the car is ridiculous. If I'm going across the country, swimming is crazy. Goal first, what do I want to achieve? And then how am I going to get there? Never strategy on its own, never, because that's useless. Where are you going to just take the car or to right. wear mask X, or be a, a manly man or a girly girl? But what does it mean? So, Hanan, I want to be a girly girl or I want to be a manly man. Okay, where are you going? What do you want to achieve? What do you want to achieve first? But people don't want to set goals and people don't want to think about what they want to achieve. And the reason mm. why is one, it's very difficult. Two, people don't want to set themselves up for failure because setting goals risks failure. And number three, the reason why people don't want to set goals because goals require you to sacrifice. Mm
2: -hmm. You have
1: to let go of Mm -hmm. something. There's no such thing on planet Earth where you commit to a goal and not let go of something else. It doesn't exist. (coughs) Forget about it. The universe, the moment you are born, says to you, listen, you want something? Okay, cool, cool, but you have to sacrifice something else. There's no option where you can have both. Children want both. Children want to lose weight and have the chocolate cake. Mm. People children want to be married and be single. It doesn't work. Adults understand that the moment I commit to a goal, I have to let go of something right and I, and I accept the sacrifice. Mm. I accept the sacrifice for so the moment I want to achieve X, I have to let go of something. What am I going to sacrifice so again, what is the goal and then work out while you wear, am I wearing the right mask in order to achieve that
2: goal? It steps towards it basically all right, I love that
1: exactly.
0: Uh, there we are. It's, I mean, you laid it out so clearly for us. So yeah. uh, just stop stop being an asshole. You you want to set the goal and you've got to be willing to sacrifice. No, I think this is important. Yes. Because people talk around these things. They don't talk about them. They're like, well, you know, I'm going to try not to upset anybody by saying something that they don't want to hear. But uh, that's why we have you, Dr. Renan. You tell us whether we want to hear it or not. Yeah. So I've got this what suggestion. Uh, well, here's something. Carl once next week. He says, Can next week, can Dr. Hanan discuss pretty privilege and how hot women especially get away with things that less attractive women could be chastised for? Slay queens. You want to talk about that next week? Uh,
1: Yeah, if I want to be cancelled, I must.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm telling you what's coming up (laughs) in the next hour, I'm I'm probably going to be cancelled for because we're going to get someone in He's going to tell us about diabetes, ozempic, losing weight, all of this stuff. So, no, no, no. As professor, all, your trigger all your trigger points. So it's <laughs> Professor Tess Vanamadva. She's a, a registered endocrinologist specialized in the field of obesity for 35 years. So she knows what she's talking about. But I am just sick to death. You know, everywhere I go, I just see fat people and they take up all the space. They're in parliament. They, 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 they're, they're pulling up to all the takeaway places. They just eat and eat and eat. They leave a mess wherever they go. They break things because they're so fat. They don't know how big they are. Walk down a corridor, break all the stuff down the corridor. It's enough already. I've had it. So today we're going to finally have it out about obesity so you hate fat privilege go ahead doc
1: i'm a i'm a big fan of taking responsibility if you wanna you know how many times have i said this if you want to have freedom the other side of the coin of freedom is responsibility right you can't have what you want without taking action and being responsible you can't blame not your mom not your dad not Mm -hmm. your history not your yeah you can make that as an excuse and you can connect the dots in a way that gets you stuck but if you want to have freedom, you got to take responsibility. You are the owner, the driver of your life. I don't accept genetics. I don't accept. I've got a terrible temperament. I've got a terrible yep. mom. I had a terrible history to get you. And I don't accept. I don't have time. I don't accept that. Where there is a will, there's a way. Do you have a, Do I have time for one story? Yep. So this is a story that was told to me by a patient of mine. I love this story. This is the best story. So this patient of mine told me her grandfather was arrested, he was a bus driver. Mm -hmm. He was arrested for carrying 70 people on his bus when he was only allowed 32. Anyway, the cops stop him, they arrest him, they put him, uh, he goes to court, and the judge says to him, why did you carry 70 people as opposed to 32 that you're allowed to? And um, this bus driver says, I didn't carry 70 people, I just carried 32. The cop got it wrong. So the judge says to him, but that's what the cop says. And the bus driver says, well, that's not what happened. And he challenged the judge <laughs> to come outside and try to fit more than 32 people on his bus. So the judge takes him up on the challenge. And they go outside, and they fit one. They fit five. They fit 10, 15, 20, 25, 27, 30, 32, and they can't fit one more person. So the judge lets him off. But at the end of the court, at the end of the end um, at, uh, at the end of the judgment, the judge turns to the bus driver and says, Tell me, between you and I, how did you fit 70 people on the bus? How did you do it? Hmm. And the bus driver said something really interesting. He said, the difference between my 70 people and your 32 is my 70 really wanted to get on the bus. Where there's a will, there's Mm -hmm. a way. If you want to make something happen, you will make it happen. You wouldn't blame anything. As a matter of fact, the moment you look backwards and blame you are going to get stuck. And those seventy, those
0: seventy people were thin as well. So oh, that's, th-
2: also that's what I thought he was going with it as right. well. <laughs> exactly.
0: All right, Doc. <laughs> thank no, no, you very much. very much. Well, we're going right, to find guys. out all about this. We're going to speak to uh, <laughs> to Doctor Tess just now. All of that and more on the way. Doctor Hanan, we'll see you next week.
2: See you then. Bye. Thanks. Very good. Thanks Doc. Cliffcentral.com.